When I was in my teens and I'd think about my 30s or being 30, I felt like, wow, that's already so old. 30s? That's so adult. And now that I'm 40, I realize that I can't be any more wrong. Wow. 30 is not old at all, to be honest. It's actually so, so, so young. And so if I could nudge my 18-year-old self who would say that 30 is so old, old i'd be like hoy that and more things that my 30s taught me in this episode hello supers welcome back to paano Bata, the podcast a spotify exclusive produced by me bianca gonzalez and anima podcasts it's another solo episode today on the podcast and i decided to come up with a list of the 10 truths that I really realized were true only in my 30s. These are things I would usually hear in my teens and my 20s, but never really fully experienced till I was in my 30s. And I would love to share these with you because these are things that I really wish I took to heart earlier. Let's get right to it. So the first truth that my 30s taught me is exactly what I mentioned earlier. Your 30s are so young. Wow, the age of 30 all the way till your late 30s, that is still super, super young. And I do remember that when I was younger, I really thought it was so old. Like parang, wow, running out of time levels. And now that I'm 40 and one month old... I'm like, wow, running out of time. You literally in your 30s have the rest of your life ahead of you. I know that it may not seem that way. I know that it may seem like, you know, you're trying to chase something. You're trying to beat a certain timeline that you set for yourself. But it really is so young. And in fact, when I turned 40, I won't forget this. Corina Sanchez told me that, ano ka ba? 40 is so young. And that made me feel, well, not relieved, but that made me smile because to know that when I get older, I'll look back at my 40s and think of it as so young as well. Yeah, it definitely made me smile. And just a few weeks back, I was with Feli Atienza and she told me that the 50s, your 50s are a woman's prime. And me and my friend Lynn were like, a woman's prime 50s. I mean, it gives you so much to look forward to. And for me, 30s is like the perfect time to really enjoy who you are because you know that there is so much ahead. It's so exciting. Yes, it's scary, but also like you literally, again, have the rest of your life ahead of you. So that's truth number one. Your 30s are so young. Number two, ah, this is super crucial. The number two truth that I really felt in my 30s is that you can change, shift, or evolve your path at any point. I know that like right out of college, the pressure is there to decide what to do. And in your mid-20s and late-20s, like, wow, this is really the career path that I will pursue for the rest of my life. But if there's anything that my 30s has taught me, and also watching those I look up to in their 40s and their 50s, it's that you can really evolve and even change your path at any point in your time. There's no deadline, even if it may seem that there is. 
we change and evolve as people, right? As we grow older. So yeah, our paths do too. And that is absolutely normal. You know, my career in my late 20s, I entered into publishing. I became an editor-in-chief of a young women's magazine. I became a columnist for the Philippine Star. And then when I entered a new life phase in my early 30s, which was becoming a wife and a mother, that's when I guess priorities shifted, time as well changed for me, meaning where I spend my time. And so I, I evolved and I moved forward from that chapter in, in my life. Although, honestly, I'm totally not closing my doors because I know that that experience will bring me somewhere else. Another perfect example is my husband. So my husband was a professional basketball player for most of his life. And when he retired in 2020, after playing basketball for like 20 years of his life, 13 of which professionally, he became a visual artist. He is now a painter. And so it really showed me that it's never too late. And imagine this whole exciting, but yes, scary world that he's entering an entirely new industry. But it shows you that you can, and it's absolutely normal. So yeah, you can change, shift, or evolve your path at any point even in your 40s, even in your 50s. Number three, we always hear this, but I guess I really imbibed this in my 30s. We are not for everyone and that's okay. And you have to learn to be okay with that. I guess as we grow older, we shed a bit of that people pleaser in us away because we know who we are, we know what we want. And so, aside from it being okay that we are not with everyone, for me, parang ibang level yung you have to be okay with not being for everyone. You have to accept that fact wholeheartedly. Not say it, but then deep inside you're like kind of hurt na gusto na or whatever. I think as we grow older, there's more acceptance of who we are, which in turn for me in my experience, has made me accept that this is the person I am and therefore hindi lahat gusto yon, And that's okay. So you really, really have to be okay with it. And you have to be honest with yourself that you're okay with it. And if you aren't yet, if you're not fully okay with it, okay lang yon. I believe that you will get there. And inversely, I wanted to add, not everyone you come across as well is for you either. Not everyone I've come across is for me either. And so I think that's what age and experience does. It helps you discern sino ba yung para sa'yo at sino yung padaan lang. Number four. Ah, constantly comparing yourself to others will cause you misery. Simply put, honestly, self-explanatory. We always see these quotes about parang not comparing yourself. But for me, I took it a step further with this, that constantly comparing. Because we can't help but compare, right? We're human beings. It's very normal. But to constantly compare yourself to others in a way that causes you to be jealous or angry, in a way that evokes feelings in you that you don't necessarily want to feel, that will really cause you misery. The good news is there is a way to shift this. 
And that is to be inspired instead by those people who you think are absolutely awesome. Instead of comparing yourself to someone that you see, let's say, on social media, you can be inspired by this person. And again, social media, we all know, is a highlights thing. So it is, I guess, really not good for your mental health to compare yourself only to someone's social media because that's not necessarily the full picture of, of who they are. So yeah, don't give yourself misery that you don't have to feel. Try as much as possible that instead of comparing yourself in a negative light, to be inspired or motivated by this person. Number five, so true, and I think the past three years has left us all knowing this to be absolute truth. Health is wealth, 100%. And I know that in our 20s, we don't feel it, right? Because we have all the energy. Even if we don't sleep, we could go on for three days. Even if we don't eat on time, we still have the energy to do what we want to do. Our brain is still sharp. But unfortunately, guys, as you grow older, that kind of suffers. If you don't sleep, it's so hard to think the next day. If you don't eat well, you literally feel it in your body. And so health is wealth. And if you can, as early as your teens and 20s, take good care of your health, meaning staying active, eating well, not to say zero junk food, but like just eat a healthy balance and start taking care of your health well, including mental health, that would be super, super awesome. It will make you stronger for your 30s, 40s, and so on. Continuing on with my list of 10 things that my 30s taught me, number 6, there is so much that we constantly have to unlearn. This is something I have been actively working on, I'd say the past 2 years, 3 years of my life and something I still want to continue to work on as I grow older. Of course, we all grow up in different environments, right? And those different environments have different unconscious biases. Those have different things that we got used to hearing, seeing, doing, growing up. And so just a few examples. When I was younger, I would constantly hear this as an insult. Parang bakla, ah, bakla, as if it were an insult. And when I grew older, I realized that that's such a wrong thing to say because what does parang bakla mean? Baklas are strong. Baklas are courageous. Baklas are authentically themselves. And so it should definitely not be used as an insult. And that's something I had to unlearn because I heard that growing up. Another thing I heard growing up that I'm sure you've heard growing up is, Oh, taba mo na! And now that I'm in this tita age, I absolutely wanted to unlearn that. I didn't want to see a pamangkin or a son or daughter of a friend of mine and suddenly say, Oh, taba-taba mo na! I didn't want to be that because now in our generation, we know better that we're better off not saying that. Of course, before was a different time when it was a, I guess, a loving, lambing from titas. But yeah, that's something I definitely want to unlearn. 
Another thing I am trying to unlearn is when I was growing up, I would always hear about, oh, one boy, one girl na anak mo, kompleto na kayo. And now that I am a mom and I have two girls, I still constantly hear, um, oh, magkatatlo pa, para boy naman, para kompleto. And I know that people absolutely mean well, but in my head, it's something I want to unlearn to say because with two daughters, me and my husband feel absolutely complete. I mean, I know that deep down inside, my husband would probably love to have a boy, but we were given two girls. And so, hindi din naman sure that if we try for another one, we'd have a, a boy. And so, I just feel like we are complete whatever gender has been given to us as children. And in fact, the very fact that we were blessed with kids is such a blessing already. So yeah, things that we have to unlearn, something I'm super working on. And I guess it's also important to know that it's not our fault that we grew up hearing these things. But if we don't get better by unlearning some harmful things, then that's on us. Number seven. Relationships need work. This is something I realized in my 30s because I guess when you're in school age, it's so easy to keep your friendships super alive because you see each other every day or even in your early 20s when most, and again, norms are changing now, but in my early 20s, most of my circle of friends were not married, no kids not yet migrating abroad, right? So everyone was still here. You'd still see each other every week or every other week you'd get together. So taking care of those relationships were much easier. But as you get older, as people have families of their own, as people get into new jobs, different circles, right? You realize that relationships, friendships actually do need work. Yes, some friendships come so naturally, so easy, but I guess it's really an intentional thing. And I know that most of you probably felt this during the pandemic because we weren't able to go out, right? And so there was this extra effort to reach out to those we cared about. And so, yeah, relationships definitely do need work. And sort of with that, you have to realize that also, and I've mentioned this in past episodes, that there are times that people um, fall out of our lives and we fall out of theirs and that's absolutely normal. Number eight. <sighs> I cannot stress this enough. I felt this in my 30s for sure. It's critically important to know what values matter to you. Values matter. Period. I say this because our beliefs can evolve right? Our opinions can change. But our values are, I guess, what ground us and guide us. So if you are not clear on your values, that means you can be easily swayed by anything you see or any persuasion that anyone puts against you, any peer pressure, right? I feel like your 20s going into your 30s, it's more or less the time when your values become clearer to you. Kasi kasama nun yung adulting eh, di ba? Parang figuring out who you are on your own as you work through your career, as you build your family, etc. Um, your values become clearer to you. And um, this is so important because I feel when I'm lost, 
it's my values that that really really guide me and so it's critically important to know what values matter to you i've said this before on a podcast episode it's actually something you can google so a simple exercise if you haven't figured out what like are your core values a simple exercise you can do is google personal values and it'll give you different kinds of lists. Pull up a list that's not too overwhelming to you because some are just a few words, some are more. And then from that list, write down 15 that resonate with you. From that 15, cut it down to 10. From that 10, cut it down to 5. And if you can, that 5, cut it down to 3. And these are more or less, now you know the values that are important to you. Number nine, this is pretty simple and straightforward. Some of you may have experienced this as well, and some are probably going to be guided by this truth. Decisions you make for yourself are exactly that, for yourself, not for anyone else. In our teens and our 20s, definitely it's, I felt uh, me. It was tougher to make decisions, I guess, because there were more voices in my head, voices from other people, from family, from friends, from pressure, external forces. Um, and so as you grow older, I guess it comes that you also become more confident in your voice. And I hope na kasama nun, you realize that other people may weigh in on what decision you will make. But at the end of the day, whatever you decide for yourself is exactly that it's for you hindi naman necessarily na buhay nila ang mas maapektuhan unless of course you are a businessman who will affect like thousands of lives iba naman yon but i mean like decisions for for you your personal decisions they're really for you and it's you who's going to have to live with these decisions and so yeah know that the next time you have to make a big personal decision. And finally, to wrap this list up, the 10th truth that I learned in my 30s is that effortless is not really effortless. It actually requires a lot of effort. Yes, effortlessness is a myth. I say this because now that I'm older, I realize, for example, simple example, I post a video online of my Pilates workout, a clip. And I do realize that in that clip, it looks so easy. It looks so, quote-unquote, effortless. And I won't lie, Shemper, when people comment na parang, wow, it's so effortless, you're so strong. Diba, Shemper, that is flattering, for sure. And even I have commented on many posts of beautiful friends that I say, wow, ganda, effortless, right? But I realized that, for example, in that workout post, before that move looked effortless, it took months and months of practicing that move to make it look effortless. Going again to the basketball example, a three-point shot by a basketball player may look effortless, but that was countless hours of waking up early, practicing on the court, eating healthy, sleeping right, right? So many things go into something that may seem effortless. Maybe dun sa ganda pala, baka nga may mga taong like, 
effortlessly maganda. But that's beside the point. You know what, what I'm trying to, to drive at. If someone, for example, makes a beautiful piece of artwork or a beautifully written article, it may seem like they just churned that out just like that. Or a public speaker who you see speak on stage and you go, wow, that was so effortless of you to come up with this X output. That actually wasn't effortless. That was many, many years even, I'd say, of honing that particular craft to make the output seem effortless. And along with this, I guess, life realization is that the little daily efforts matter. They really matter. I recently, for my 40th birthday, did a photo shoot with um, no makeup and a lot of People also said that word, effortless. And again, as flattering as that was, I realized that no, that's not effortless. I mean, I actually take good care of myself every night, every day, even if pagod ka na, even if antok ka na, even if nakakatamad. You know, you have this skincare routine and mine is super simple, but I do it every day. And that's what made something that seems effortless look effortless but it actually took a lot of effort um james clear talks about this in his book atomic habits right that it's the daily little things that add up and make it actually not little things because if you put in the effort every single day every day every day even if nakakatamad even if you don't feel like it even if it's difficult even if it's whatever if you put in the effort 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 you will look up 10 20 years after and you look back and you're like oh wow i've done that i've built that for myself i've taken care of this for myself and yeah, you will see the benefits for sure. So effortless actually takes a lot of effort. And the best part is, honestly, you can do it too. And I'm sure you make things seem effortless in your own way too. And hey, 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 that's it for this episode. I would love to hear what you think, especially if you are in your 30s or even 40s or even 50s. If you agree with any of those, if those resonate with you, I would love to hear from you. And if you are in your 20s or even your teens, if one of those you've actually experienced in life and absolutely agree with, please do post about it. Please do share it with me. You can tag me at IamSuperBianca on Instagram, Instagram stories, and Twitter. And you can also tag and follow Paano Bato on Instagram. You can also join our private Facebook group, the Paano Bato Super Group. I hope this episode was helpful for you. This is Paano Bato the Podcast, a Spotify exclusive. Produced by me, Bianca Gonzalez, and Anima Podcasts. And to anyone who wants to start their own podcast, please check out Spotify for Podcasters. It's the same logo of Spotify, but it's violet. So yeah, check that out because it's free and super easy to start your own podcast. Till our next episode, stay safe, supers! <laughs> <laughs>